0: Yo, yo, yo. Maeve knows with the new PFP. Bro, you are looking hot as fuck, man. Yo, yo, yo. Can you hear me? Testing, testing,
1: testing volume. <laughs> testing
0: clarity. Yep, Vo- I I can hear you, but your background noise is like super loud. So, is this like the new Azuki style or what? I, I do not know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to, but, uh, you know, gotta, gotta make do what I can, okay. man.
1: So, uh, apologies, everyone. I'm, uh, I'm in the car. I'm to another destination. Gotta, gotta do what I gotta do. But I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready to report.
0: Excited for whoa, Ho ho ho
1: ho! You guys want to put that
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right, all right. Catch up. Catch up. Um, G how are you doing, brother? You know, yesterday I missed a space. Uh, just to let you know, a little bit of context. I was like planning to you know to reach home just at the dot, like nine forty-five. But man, like you know, these days in KL, especially in Malaysia, the traffic is like crazy. Because end of the week, uh, you guys know it's Ramadan, end of end of season is Hari Raya. Um, the jam is like massive. I took about one hour forty-five minutes to just get home from like you know what forty kilometers and uh you know i have to say i canceled the space i know tons of you guys dm me say hey is the space not on yet are you gonna postpone it i'm like you know what i can't do it because i don't have all my setups with me but i'm excited today because you know what we have you know some eco different ecosystem here today you know we have people from um, the tezos ecosystem shout out to katherine who is here we have people from polygon shout out to brozo because i am excited for it for it um gdub Dub. when looking at mave pfp now do you still feel like it's him you know previously we are only looking at like <laughs> kaiju friends but today he looks i mean he looks sexy man
2: it's different. He's a he's a blue chip holder. He speaks different. He acts different. It's
0: like a, like guy, a different man.
2: different guy. Different guy.
1: G-dub, G-dub. Oh, so Like like he's proven now. Like the 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 profile. The profile matters, man. The P A P matters, man. Like like I I bet like everybody imagines me right now. You know, in the suit. You know, with a lot of echo because
0: I'm like I don't know, like traveling and shit. <laughs> but yeah, excited for the guest, man. Ugh. Going to be an amazing session today. <laughs> All right. Shout out to you guys who he's been here, you know, since day one. Uh let's get the show started. And Gdub, like what you say, you know, when right now Mayve changed the PFP, uh, he has to grind like 24-7. So you know he's on trip, town tons of trip to just close multiple deals and that's how we roll. So Let's get started. What's up, my puke cast fam? Hope you guys having a puking good day. And as always, welcome to Asia Web3, motherfuckers. I'm Puke, representing the Rock Radio family. Our mission is simple, to discuss the latest NFT news update, review case study, bring up Asia projects and community, but but most importantly, to be at the forefront of any play, DJ play, to make some money. Alright, let's hit. Off to, you know, the news of today, the GM news. We are back finally. There's no cast MAF, There's only Maeve knows. So, GDAP, over to you, buddy.
2: All right, let's go. So, this is the Daily TradFi update. Today, it is the 20th of April, 2023. It is Thursday. So, we uh, keep up to date with uh, different global macro events Um, and see if that uh, will affect our crypto decisions. Okay, so today in the U.S. market, um, uh, they're they're down. So S&P 500 down 0.6%, NASDAQ down 0.7%, major tech stocks down 0.3%. So what's happened in the U.S. market, um, number of corporates have announced their earnings. So Tesla is down, share price down 8%. Um, because they've announced uh, tighter, smaller margins. Um, AT&T and American Express, their share price is down 5% and 4% due to missing revenue targets. Um, Over to Europe, FTSE 100, they are down 0.2%. The European Central Bank set to increase interest rates by 0.25% in May, and probably another 0.25% in June. Um, to Asia market, Hong Kong is up 0.1%. Japan up 0.2%. Singapore down 0.3%. China, Shanghai is flat. And Korea is down 0.5%. That is the daily TradFi update. Over to Azuki Maves.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Thanks, G to my M. So, everyone, get ready for alts by Adidas with their Indigo Hertz pack, dropping 26th of April. PayPay for PayPay, free mint by Broad BroadFuna or Manifold using PayPay token. Win a coin partnership with Ledger Nano X by leveling up your crypto security knowledge only. Trump releases new and more NFTs at original December drop price. Microsoft drops Twitter over API fees. Toll pass by Sun. second drop min cancelled until further notice. CNP, partnerships with Sutaya, CCC to further develop IP. Solo nft Sun having done Friday, partnerships with Crypto Shimeji, exclusive wafuku Fukushima skin, and lastly, A16Z launches L2 roll-up using Optimism's OP stack like Coinbase's
0: base at the UPU. All right, all right. Thank you so much, Azuki Mace. Um Guys, if you don't know, the joke behind it is basically Maeve knows, uh, you know, his previous account got cancelled by by Twitter. And uh, for three weeks, he has been using, like, the company's account. And finally, right now, when he came back with it, he's rocking the Azuki. All right, so yesterday, we missed some of the news update. Let's just dive down to 15 minutes of, you know, what's happening in the market before we head to our guest speaker of today. So, Maeve. I, we have to talk about DNYC, right? Um, you know, previously, uh, right now, if you guys notice, like D-Gods, their logo, um, that that whole blue color DE right now, they compare it and they put an Apple in, in, in middle, right? And uh, I just saw some of the threads, like, you know, they are talking about it's in, in terms of, like, branding, right? So, like, when you we see, just say Apple, we know that Apple branding is strong and because, like, you know, they have the iPhone, for example, they have the iMac, there's always, like, that eye in, in, in front of any products that sell well, right? Uh, and D-God's wanting to do the same. So, you know, they have D-NYC, they have a uh, D golf they have uh, D-Bitch, uh, D-Hawaii. So, every experience that they are doing basically you know they wanting to have that unison branding in it and uh, apparently you know they book out like 70% of one particular hotel that is very close to like the whole um NFT NYC location, and uh, they prepare, like, goodie bags with people. So, I, I saw one of, I, I think it was OX Sydney, right? Um, she retweeted and showed everything, you know, in, inside, you know, the goodie bags, basically. You, you got the hotels, and, uh, like, basic, the whole hotel, like, 70% of it, it's all D-God's holder. So, when you go there, you know, everybody you meet is a D-God's holder. When you come inside, they have, like, this big d bag, a uh, few caps, few merch, uh, you know, bath ropes. It's just the full thing that they are going to do. So I mean, like you know, every time when they are having this kind of um, you know events and stuff like that, you know, the Gods people love to party. And I would like to say, um, yeah, Mave, what you want to add on, bro?
1: No, nah, you, you, you go ahead
0: first, man. Like, uh, I just got all praises, and so you go ahead first, <laughs> Yeah, and, and the thing is this. um, uh, We know next month, Uh, basically, we have NFT Bali. Uh, we sp- we've spoken to the person as well, going to come on the show soon enough to explain, you know, why is it one whole month. And apparently... Um, you know, Project Gojira, so if you guys are holders of the project, they book out, I think it was like a two big villa for one whole month, right? So, if you guys are a Gojira holder, uh, doesn't matter whether it's the Genesis, it's the second collection, it's the VX version, you guys get to stay there for free. Of course, it's first come versus basis. Um, so, all you have to do is they're encouraging all the, the holders, you know, to kind of like come together, stay together, see how the team work in a month, get to know the project and uh, basically just buy a bit. So if you guys are a holder, I am not, unfortunately, I, I don't know about you, GDAP, but just buy one, just buy a ticket there one way, stay there for 30 days. Who knows? You might stay even longer, right? All right, Mif, what you got for me? Before, before we go on to the next topic, man, like
1: the NYC, uh, just shout out to Sydney. If we ever get her, you know, here, she wrote an amazing thread. Like uh, I read through it. Like that experience was unbelievable. Uh, experience aside, like you know, we, we know that you know, throwing, uh, no, allowing your users to have an amazing experience comes with a great cost. And like I don't know, man. Like it's amazing to see, uh, the the D team, the Labs team, right pull it off we just like show, just like top prizes, man. Like, I don't know, like, everything was just like the, the Golden shoey for the golf thing, right, from the events. and they're just they're just top-notch, like, real, real top-notch, man. Like, I, I'm comparing, obviously, the, the only difference uh, from, like, a Doodles event is, like, you know, Doodles is, they, they, they do it from scratch. But, like, hand-in-hand, hand, man, like, we Got definitely throws an amazing experience when they holders right up there with Doodles right now. And uh, NFT Bali, yeah, I'm uh, excited to speak to the team this week and uh but again like gojira man it it seems like they're everywhere they're doing a lot Uh, even like uh earlier this week when we had the star symphony event like uh i'm pretty certain they were they were sponsoring star symphony or you know like involved in maybe like a collaboration of sorts so yeah considering man considering getting uh
0: gojira g-dub do you have a gojira
2: no no i don't
0: (laughs) bro bro g-dub is like you know, fit lang deep into like that whole Kiong yoga, yoga pads, uh, meme land ecosystem. He has no time for Gojira, bro. But I just want to say one more thing is this like, what, what you say is so true, right? Because the merchandise is not just, you know, using a D Gods logo, slap on it, and then just print it, right? They do custom, like, you know, uh, beer. Beer kind of I would say beer cup in the shape of a shoe just to represent that whole shui vibes and stuff like that and I and if you guys are looking to join like you know an Asia event basically right now like the confirmed ones um that will be going to NFT Bali you have llamaverse you have Gojira you have uh, Only One Force you have uh, Superlative Club you have uh I think it is uh Asia Asia NFTs so there are tons of you know local local ones that are going and who 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 you I, I might spill something Maeve, because uh today i was talking to the team with uh, rock radio and uh you know they are interested to kind of like have rock radio asia in the events as well they are currently looking at three southeast asia events so one is the the one that i propose which is nft bali there's another one called nft korea that's a confirm and uh, they are looking to do a uh, event in Singapore so who knows maybe this year we we might fly to Korea bro just saying alright <laughs> <laughs> right. dude but like Korea for D-Gods is massive though like I know like the D-Gods turn out in Korea was uh, was a really, really amazing turn out. So, yeah. Yeah, 100%, man. All right. So, b- before we go into uh, the topic of today, I want to talk with one, one more uh, subtopics, right? And I think this, this person or like this whole community, um, how they build it is very interesting because we know for a fact that, you know, we used to be from like the daily dose uh, Asia uh, daily dose. And then Ryan did very well in terms of like having pull ups. Uh, you know, the space increases from like what hundred people listening initially to like you know last two months ago. I think minimum you have like you know two to three thousand people live listening, and minting the pop up or farming the pop is like four thousand people. But I just have to say shout out to Chill Pill. Um, he is building an amazing community. So the community is called Create C R E A T. It- O-R-S-N-F-T and uh, every day they are doing two spaces alright so all you have to do is tune into those spaces uh, I think one is the morning one is the night and uh, on the spaces basically you know they will do a snapshot and you can just directly go to the leaderboard and see uh, the points that you have so it instantly eliminates, you know, the, the the kind of like the whole troublesome of you know people say, Hey, you know, I don't want to mean the pop up, uh, I don't want to do the stupid number games. Uh or maybe like Earth whereby you click on the link and some people say DM me, guys. Like G has been messaging me and say, you know, I'm not in the snapshot, guys. So uh his whole ecosystem is more towards having wanting to build like Ryan from a thousand people. They are doing a free mint of a thousand pieces, but this is only the first collection is going to be 88 founding people, right? So basically, you know, you, you come in, there has a leaderboard, uh, and they're going to choose like 88 real builders and want to empower these 88 people to go out and build a brand. So if you guys see, you know, every I would, I would say, like, the name, you have that, like, DNA helix. Uh, basically, that is that whole branding behind this. It's like Daily Dose have that pew thing. Uh, this is the DNA helix. So I, I'm pretty excited to see somebody using that same po-op uh, method of farming method, but kind of, like, make it more easy for people to, you know, join the ecosystem. Go ahead, Mif. Seems like uh, small,
1: small private groups is always going to be the matter, man. Ever since, like, from MVP to Kyung's and uh, obviously we've seen uh, other, other, other people try to, uh, you know, use this uh, similar, I won't call it a strategy, right? Because it's, like, community building and, like, really, really focused on quality. So excited to see, man. Chiu Piu has been uh, doing an amazing job with his spaces. And uh, yeah, maybe we get him on
0: here. Please. Yep, yep, definitely. Uh, he is considered my GM cult buddy, so I'll definitely get him on space and dive down in terms of, you know, how is he building? And if you guys here out there is building like a strong community, I would love to know how. Because, hey, you know what? That is a wrap-up of uh, today's news. Let's dive down to the speakers of today because they are also building an amazing community and I would say a niche one, right? So let's let's go to Katherine's first Um. And uh, let's just talk about, you know, how are you, how are you building? Because, like, I heard so much great things with, uh, you know, TZAPAC. So, just tell me more in terms of, like, the t- stuff that you are doing behind the scenes.
3: Hey, hey, guys. Um, thanks, Amos, for having me on. I'm sorry if I doxed you. Um, I, I, so I started, about <laughs> ah! <laughs> I started um, yeah, I started doubling in crypto, like, six years ago. And um, I was working for a C five and a global marketing head role, and that was when I first came across the idea of community building, being community first. And um, so my 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 first experience dealing with projects um, around Asia and building communities was really around uh, crypto trading folks, and then um, it became uh, when I joined a layer one. Um, it, ecosystem, it became increasingly focused on other communities beyond trading. Um, it was uh, around uh, dApp builders. It was also creators, um, developers just tinkering around the space and then um, working with other like um, foundation teams um, all over the world. So that was pretty cool. And the thing is, like, I I love listening to what you guys have to say on like market updates because I'm so, uh, far like uh, removed from other ecosystems. It's like literally traveling to like from like Bali to NYC. Like, it's it's like that kind of proximity. <laughs> um, because I there's so much going on within the Tesla ecosystem. That I have no time to go over to like the mm, Ethereum ecosystem, or even Polygon, or Solana, like, it, or even Algorand, like, even though they are all like proof of stake already, like, so it's it's quite interesting to hear um what's happening through Twitter Spaces like these, like for us um within TZA pack we started um the team like three years ago, and we've been focused on just building community within Southeast Asia and North Asia, and also South Asia. So North Asia is where China, Japan, and Korea are at. And then we have Southeast Asia, and then we have like India in the, in the South. And that's what I love about the Rock Radio um, way of growing community as well. You guys actually like recognize um, the diversity of like all these global communities and I when when, you know, um Amos told me about uh Rug Radio Asia, I was like, Oh it is an Asia segment. I just really like we should like really talk more, yeah. So I'm sorry, Amos. Like I really keep calling you. It was like three times. You want me to call call you by like cute or something.
0: It's okay, it's okay. I'm <laughs> I'm 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 fully I'm fully docs uh on on Web three, so n- no worries. Yeah. But uh, you you might be starting a trend here, and I don't know, man. Like maybe the future guest speakers will just start calling me Amos. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Um I also have mark over here. like we have mark in the call um he's um as a he's also part of the Tezos community too. I was wondering if we could add him out as a speaker later on um yeah but we we basically like um like built together uh when when i first like uh thought about this idea of like, okay, how do we build a community of like projects, um, Web3 projects in Asia? One, one way forward was to create an incubator program. So we did the Tezos, um, TC TCAPAC incubator. And we launched with Cohort 1 and we wanted like just Asian founders. Like we were very particular about um, regional coverage. And so um, actually like our top projects in Cohort 1 came from Malaysia. So um, Marv is basically one of them. He heads up AAA, um, which is like an NFT ticketing solution based on like... Um, events such as like it's the ship or um, DWP Jakarta and um, it, they've been like in the festival business for like ages and so to see them coming to web 3 um, is super cool yeah it's one of the projects we're excited about
0: hmm Yep, yeah, maybe you can just pass uh, the mic to Mark as well. Do a little bit intro and continue off, you know the the amazing things that you have been building. Like when you throw out like Easter ship and D uh, DWP, like I'm a party guy and I I just love to hear what you have to say, bro.
4: Hey guys, thank you for having me. This is Marvin. Yeah, you can call me Mark. Uh, I'm one of the co-founders of uh, AAA. So basically, AAA. Um, As Kat already pointed out, we we come from the festival space, so we've been doing music festivals for years. And, you know, as as a Web3 native myself, having been involved in the space since 2015, we we saw a great opportunity to see how we could empower creators of music festivals with um, decentralization tools where they could, you know, tap into some of that economic potential that Web3 brings and find new ways to engage with fans via, you know, um, the way we design uh, NFTs, right? So as of today, we have about 53 festivals with us. I think that's about, um, they're mostly in Asia and uh, Australia. So you might know some of them like uh, Jakarta Warehouse Project, uh, Revolution in Vietnam. Uh, obviously, it's the ship because uh, that's one of our own. Uh, Goodbyes Festival in Malaysia. So yeah, quite a, quite a few of these festivals there. So, yeah, I mean, we've been fortunate to, to be included in the TZAPAC incubator, you know, and, and uh, it's been a very collaborative experience for us, getting support from the TZAPAC team. And, yeah, happy to be here.
0: All right, all right. That's amazing. Like, I mean, in terms of, um, you know, when we look at uh, how you guys are building it's more towards like every time even before um, you know I dive down into uh, Tezos Maeve here has been always telling me like you know Tezos has great art and and like you know the whole ecosystem is actually just more than art right it's not just you know having great art but how are you kind of like utilizing that whole ecosystem to build something off from it and I love how you guys are incorporating you know music festival for example ticketing building that whole software or that whole ecosystem on uh, tezos blockchain all right let's dive down a little bit onto brozo as well because bro you have been trending off the charts of the polygon uh, ecosystem and i just want to learn a little bit more in terms of how are you guys doing right after min and having that whole hype st- right now still so go ahead buddy
5: yo gmgm everybody how are we all doing uh thank you for having me up here um guys it's, it's cool to be on the uh The Rug Radio Asia. Um, I don't know what time it is over there, but I'm just waking up over here. But yeah, um, you know, things have been going super well. It's cool to hear that, you know, that we're trending, right, from somebody else. Um, Yeah, so what we are is a Web3 native luxury fashion brand. Um, We chose Polygon. We saw an opportunity here back in January uh, in terms of like NFT volume and and the overall quality of the projects here, uh, and we seized that opportunity, right? And we know that Polygon is growing to be sort of the branding capital of Web3, so it only made sense to to establish our brand here. And yeah, you know, community-wise, it's going exceptionally well. We had a really strong emphasis on community before Mint, while we were building the project and everything like that, um, because we understand that without community... It doesn't matter what you build. If you do not have a community, um, you know, you'll fade away because uh, we understand that we're in an attention economy as the NFT scene and Web3 scene as a whole. So it's all about how you can create attention for yourself and maintain it. And that has everything to do with developing a strong community of supporters and people who will, you know, who will scream about what you're doing on the socials and um, so, yeah, you know in short, Web three Native luxury fashion brand. We've got our summer line dropping uh, in maybe June, July, August, <clears throat> midsummer, late summer. Uh, holding a brozo entitles you access to our community. Our luxury fashion drops, and it is essentially a ticket that never expires uh, to all of our holder exclusive events.
0: Yep, that's cool man and um, I, I love how when you you talk about community because uh, I, I noticed that you use a lot uh, of the, the keyword community is King right and then and the whole ecosystem that you are trying to implement is always going to be rewarding your holders in a way for example through online activation to offline activation to joining Twitter spaces so how is um, that working for you guys and uh, is it something that you guys already planned from the get-go um, you know when even before for Mint to kind of like have this whole uh, system set up or is it just currently, you know, right now the Mint is successful, community is hype. You guys are slowly delivering out the products and are right now implementing this whole system to kind of like enhance that whole community engagement kind of stuff.
5: Yeah, so at the beginning, before Mint, we didn't even really tell too many people what we were doing, what the plans were, or anything like that. We really just wanted to emphasize, you know, let's just make this a community project, right? Like s- some sick art to come to Polygon, you know, a nice profile pic that you can identify behind, uh, maybe create some personal branding around it, because uh, we're huge on content creation within the Brozo family. Uh, and we'd like to see our holders growing themselves, growing their socials, getting more engagement in uh, followers and users, because uh, that in turn, we understand that when our holders in our community succeeds that we also succeed as a whole. Um, So, you know, off the rip, we were like, we're just going to build a strong community. And then, you know, with our strong community, you know, we can do whatever we want with it, essentially. Um, You know, we were always going to maintain a luxury fashion brand. That was always the mindset. Um, But it's important to have people that want to wear your stuff and that will be happy with what you deliver so we made it a point to curate the community at the very early stages uh we were very picky with who we chose at the beginning because at the end of the day you you know as a business and as a project you get one chance to build a successful community and it usually happens pre mint and right and right after you know mint. so <clears throat> you know we were super careful about who we let in at first and then how we how we managed it after the mint Because you get sort of a 50% retention. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people there before Mint are there, you know what I mean? But they're just there to mint it and and get a flip or whatever out of it. And then afterwards, you get the people who are really there to be there. Um, And those are the people that you want to get closer with and they will help you onboard new members to the community. Um, I think I went too far off the point, though, of the question. No, no. I could talk all day about it,
0: you know? Uh, Maybe you have to mute yourself, bro. Oh I, was, oh, I was gonna.
1: I, oh, sorry. It like super yeah, yeah.
0: Go ahead, go ahead, buddy.
1: No, no, just, uh, dude, uh, amazing stuff, man. You use some really, really uh, experience with uh, community building. Like, uh, were, were you involved in, like, uh, Polygon specific communities, or, you know, were you around, like, Ethereum, like, us, and then, you know, just, like, uh, trying to understand the other a bit more? How did you, like, you know, come to choose Polygon as, like, uh, as, as, the, as the ecosystem to do your project?
5: Yeah, so I, I mean, I have a lot of experience in the space. I've been involved in many, many communities, um, just as, you know, a community member in a holder or whatever it is. Um, And the Brozo team, we're also part of a, uh, we have another project on another, on another blockchain. So we did learn a lot from that as well. Um, I learned a lot from that. And it's still going. It's a successful project. Um, You know, it's, it's above mid price still, and it went on to do. I think like the second most volume on the chain ever. Um, But so, I mean, I've got tons of experience with community building. I've been in lots of communities. I love hanging in communities. Right. And I, and I get to see firsthand, you know, the right and wrong things to do. I mean, we have a a, a unique opportunity here in the space that we get to see these projects start up from, from day one. Uh, And it's how you learn from what they do. You can, you know, create something very nice out of it right uh you know we learn what to do what not to do what to say what not to say how to say it is very important um and we learn all of this just by being uh in the space
0: yep um i mean you definitely uh it's not far off uh, from the question because uh, this is something that i would like to hear right um when when you I mean before the the whole project launch is always gonna be how are you able to gather that whole hype, you know, uh, behind the project, right? Not just hype that people are talking about it, but hype that actually people wanting to spend their money invest in it, no matter whether it's the bull market or the bear market, right? And then once after mid, or you know, once there's like money involved in it, then always the flipper goes away. But the ones that remain, how can we incentivize them to say, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna use rapid you Know, I have tons of NFT, but I'm going to wrap a brozo PFP, I'm going to build on top of the community, and because of that, I kind of like onboard the people that's surrounding me. Maybe each person onboard five, and then that's how you know you have the whole snowball effect. So, let, let, let me throw the question back to uh, our friends from uh, TZ APEC. Right? It's like you know, we, we see NFT projects are building in a way that all right, it's they have a focus they want to do for example a pfp luxury brand and then they build on top of it so is it the same uh, structure that you guys have in terms of launching for example a art project or launching a project that utilizes um, the tezos ecosystem so what what is that build or strategy behind it maybe i can throw the question to katrin
3: uh, yeah thanks Emma. yeah so i'm uh, for for us um, the whole nft movement started with the clean nft hashtag on twitter um it was community-led because at a point in time there was this big debate around like um proof of stake versus proof of work carbon footprint and um many the artist community or globally decided to make a conscious choice on how where which chain they should mint on so a lot of them moved to tesla so a lot of um, influential artists, also like Mario Klingemann, um, started in um, advocating for uh, minting on on the Tezos NFT uh, marketplaces. So we started out like uh, really with a very scrappy NFT marketplace called Hegenang, and then that evolved into other NFT marketplaces all over um, the ecosystem. So. It really started as that. There were a couple of PFP projects launched, like Tazads. Um, but ultimately, uh, oh, Mike Shinoda also did his uh, Zugarats project on Tazos. And the thing is, like um, the PFP movement is more prevalent in other chains compared to to the Tazos ecosystem because um, the the culture in the Tazos community is very uh, how do you say this art driven so you do get more of these like generative artists or um artists that are experimenting with um uh mul- multiple type of mediums like so they come from like either video animation or like um surreal surrealistic artists like um paint like old school paint and um it's 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 uh and they fuse it with with nft um, and also other like computer programming, um, algorithmic art type of um, features. So this is this is quite um, this this kind of attracted the very niche art community. So and they're very organic and they're very sticky. So as they, there's that N plus one effect as well where they bring in their other friends. Um, so for example, um, and and that's where most how do you say this um, uh, emerging artists get their first start. Um, if, when we pull like a lot of our communities across um, the Asia um or even globally like uh, most NFT artists would, would have actually used Tezos as their first entry point It's a like gateway drug of sorts um, into crypto into NFTs and then um, they move on to like Ethereum or like OpenSea. uh So that's how the ecosystem is evolving. Um and I I feel like you know personally for me as a, a collector I like it's it's Tesla's in in turn has attracted an art uh, collector community that appreciates kind of like um very very uh, um how do you say this like non PFP but like it's it's just like art art you would mm, auction off at like Sotheby's for instance um so that is a niche Tesla's art. Collector community around this, um, and it's in it's cra- kind of cool to see that you know the artists that have moved on to other chains still kind of like have a lot of fondness for the Tezos um art scene as well. So they do continue like dropping like their artworks here and there every now and then. Um, and NFT marketplaces such as Rarible also support Tesla. So I remember like um, you did have them on the show before um, and they did share a very interesting um, approach to community building where they talked about, oh yeah, you know, Rarible's, um it's not like, it's not that interesting for people to just hear what uh, a platform has to say. So they had to like really like speak in their community's lingo and, and um, yeah, like come up with interesting threads. Um for us as a layer one, yeah. We we have like hyper localized approaches to to growing community. So for every like commu- local community we want to build, we make sure that we have a local community builder. So like we have like an Indonesian um lead building an Indonesian community. Um we have a Chinese, um a Shanghainese based lead building the China community, Hong Kong community, things like that. So um we, we keep an open mind when it comes to um, how projects are launching on TESOS. Like we see NFTs as definitely like the main entry point for any community to come in. It's easier than buying Bitcoin or buying TES. <laughs> easier to mint an NFT than, than, than doing all that KYC stuff. Um, so uh, this um, entry point for um NFT utility. I mean, it can lead to all sorts of use cases. So you have Marfia who talks about like um, bridging festivals um, with like decentralized tools, um, just by holding like um, an NFT pass. Um, there's also like um, the gaming, like the game fi applications you can build on top of like gaming avatars that are NFT based. Um, there's also like DeFi NFT five where you combine like DeFi applications and like as you say wrap your um, wrap your Avatars uh, around it, your PFTs around it, and have some sort of like you can stake it or you can swap it, you can loan it, things like that as collateral. Like so these are all the interesting use cases for seeing evolve. So um yeah, that that's where we're excited to watch the space and help help these founders like on board as well. It takes time yeah, though. Yeah. But
0: but I definitely yeah. see there's like two two routes of you know um the angle of art, right? Like the, the people who buy, for example, the one-on-one arts uh, or, or really just into, like, collecting arts is really different from, you know, people who are kind of, like, minting just, say, brozos mm-hmm. on Polygon, right? Because, one, it's more... When, when you are buying into a project, for example, uh, brozo is a luxury uh, pro- project, right? In terms of, like, fashion and stuff like that. And then they, they always have an expectation of, you know, the art is a PFP. Uh, I'm entering the ecosystem, so what's next? Uh, whereas for, you know, like, even art project. So I I came from a background that is very focused in terms of like, you know, the whole community, the flipping, the DJs and stuff like that. And when I buy, you know, mm-hmm. when, when the beginning of January uh, and then, you know, there's a lot of like Manifold's artists go and, you know, do the open edition and I minted a couple of them and uh, my expectation is all right, mm-hmm. so after mint, like, so, so what, what are they going to deliver to me, right? And the whole committee, like, there's mm-hmm. no fat in terms of, like, you know, they are waiting for the next or stuff like that. It's just if you love it, you buy it. Uh, there's no such thing as, you know, the art itself is the utility. Uh, You don't get people to say, hey, you know, what's next? Uh, What's the team's going to do? Where's the next airdrop? So do do you see, because of having um, this kind of like, for example, direction in in Tezos, it's more easier than for artists to be uh, interested to launch their art on Tezos?
3: Yeah, uh, that's a really good question, you know. It it really comes down to uh, the culture fit in the ecosystem because um, there were PFP projects that definitely tried to do the whole like what's next, like tease the roadmap kind of thing. But um, yeah, and, and there were DeFi projects that also tried to launch um, like farm farming, like, Projects on Tezos as well, um, but ultimately, like it's like the Babel Finance project that launched on Ethereum, right? They just didn't. They tried to combine both DeFi and NFT communities together, and it just wasn't a fit because it's like just totally different, like totally different cultures. So, um, I would say for for artists that want a supportive community, as you say, like um, and they just want to like drop their art for the sake of art, and for the love of art, and it's all for art. Then, um, Tezos is a very like um, it's a good fit. Uh, for for ecosystem culture Um, they there's already like a a organic um, community that's very supportive in that direction they'll give you tooling they'll like like um, encourage you they'll collect each other's art Um, and then within the collector side like personally for me I love um, looking out for emerging Asian artists so I would I would purposely keep an eye out just for that like like Talent spotting, and um, I wouldn't really care about the the how how this project would evolve. Um, but what I think brings me uh joy is to actually be part of the artist's journey. So like um, this 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 artist that I really stand on Tezos and she she was one of the close like core group members of Teya community. Um, she's also Malaysian, finally enough. Um, so her name is Mumu Stan, and we bonded because we both love Mike Shinoda, and we just so have just so happened that Mike also meant some Tazzles, and so she um I apparently like she she launched this one on one collection, but I, I I didn't really like quite get the whole significance of one on one, but I just thought it was a really cool piece, and I, I think I bought it for like yeah a few hundred or something, and then she, she was like, oh my gosh, Kathy, you set a new floor for me. I was like, oh, I did, like, but that was really cool, right? Because um it helped kind of set the bar higher for her, and she's able to like um, increase the value of her art. So, um, and I found that to be really, really awesome,
0: yeah. All right, all right. So we, we talk about you know different ecosystem. We talk about communities. Um, how is it build, building like, uh, you know, different from like how the project is approached. So let's let's throw back the stage or the mic to Brozo because I'm interested. We talk about community, and the next thing or you know the thing that suffers the most is how do you keep that community engaged? Like you say, you know, after the minting, for example, even like you know, Catherine, I bet you guys also felt it, right? Like you know, once the collection is minted out, yes, it's successful you actually only pass the first hurdle. The second hurdle is just say 50% of it left, you remain 50%. Um, in the following months, just say three months, six months, or long term in a year, how do you get that 50 members to kind of like still... Be active in the community because they will be expecting, for example, rolls out and stuff like that. And we know these days, like attention is the new oil. Uh, you know, every movement needs to be incentivized. So maybe, bro, could you just uh tell me a little bit about this thing that you created called the Brozo points?
5: Um. Yeah. So what the points will be are, um. Those will be what you earn when you stake your brozos. And you'll be able to use that. We're creating a shop around that as well. Uh, And you'll be able to use those points in our shop uh, to redeem them for NFTs, whitelists, apparel, fashion accessories, things like that. Um, And then what you were saying about uh, the second hill that you climb, right? uh, After the mint, right? So, and, and how do you keep them engaged and things like that? I mean, it really comes down to understanding the audience that you have, And making sure that your audience are people who do that a lot, who like to engage, who are on the timeline all the time, posting about their favorite projects or or whatever it is. Uh, Those are the people that you want to advertise to. Right. So it's weird to say it, um, you know, especially with a new project. You don't want to you don't want to advertise to people who want lots of utility and all these technical, this mumbo jumbo and this crazy whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? You want to advertise to the people who will scream about what you're doing, who will wear your PFP, who will make banners and create content. Um, So, I mean, to keep them engaged, right, it can be a little tough, but you just have to be there, honestly, really. Um, Be with the community, hang out with them all the time, keep them engaged just by being there, do a couple giveaways here and there uh, just just to keep things going. But if you have a community, And you foster a community who really what they do is create engagement for themselves. Do you know what I mean? And people who are, do you know what I'm saying? Like people that you see on the timeline who are always posting about projects and Web3 and all of that. Those are the people you want in your community. And then, you know, once you have a foundation of those people, everyone else will trickle in once they hear about it.
0: does that make sense Uh, it's it's, it's always going to be like you know you you don't really need 50% of your holders to do that one particular thing right but you just have five hardcore guys that say hey you know you know what this is the initiative that we're going to do we're going to do for example community spaces we're going to do you know art initiative and stuff like that, and it's, it's always, you know, that, that twinkle-down effect where pe- people are saying, hey, you know what, these these guys, they are you know doing something, and uh, I'm part of the community, I, I think it all comes down to how fun the community is, uh, in terms of, for example, you know, I, I always believe in, like, you know, fractionalizing your community, right, so it's, it's going to be one big brozo, but we see how good, uh, like, for example, youths or the gods, they have like that sub-dao, whereby, hey, you know, I'm that uh, trait that is, you know, biting a shoe. I want to join all those people and then we as a collective do, for example, you know, contents and stuff like that. And I see you are also, you know, doing a little bit in terms of like that sub DAO community Um, Do you guys have any, like, for example, initiative or, you know, uh, content that you guys are regularly pushing out to foster these kind of behaviors among your community members?
5: So we were really loud and vocal about sub culture. We understand the importance of it. We like to see it. So now, like right after Mint, you know, we're only two weeks old, two and a half weeks old, right? Coming out of the gate. Three weeks, I think, old yesterday, actually, from our Mint date. But I think there's already at least 10 sub that have gotten spun up in the past couple of weeks. One, two, three, four, five, six. Over 10, maybe cl- close to 15 sub And they pick a trait. Or, you know, like Brozo FM is in here right now. And he's like a producer and like a content creator. Him and his brother run like the Brozo FM. They're dropping an album later on uh, in in the month. Uh, And really just to join that sub-DAO, you just got to be interested in music. Um, So creating those sub-DAOs and fostering that sort of ideology, that community is the most important thing. When they start to push it on the socials, whether it's a trait-specific DAO or not, they see the results in terms of floor price rising and engagement increasing, and that keeps them more engaged, right? Essentially, like, they pump their own bags, and that's, like, more of a reason to be more engaged.
0: Yep. And um, w- one thing I, I see uh, differently is that, for example, you have Polygon itself, um, you know, for example, the CEO or the founder or the team actively being in spaces with all, like, I would say, like, most of, like, the top-tier projects, right? Um, you, you see Polygon really trying to build up spaces, which is a little bit different in terms of how Solana is built. Uh, for Solana, basically, you have Magic Eden to do it, right? Um. And if, for example, you, know, you have OpenSea, but not really that whole chain who is doing it. So do you see because of this huge uh, shift in terms of how Polygon is running, that it really empowers you know, more collection to be on Polygon, people are bullish on it, people wanting to join the ecosystem? Is this one of the main factors?
5: Dude, a- absolutely. Honestly, like the support that we have gotten from them, even in the very early stages of our project, has been unreal they know how to keep builders there right you know it's one thing going into an ecosystem to start building it's another one it's another you know, like another thing when you're there like you find a deeper reason to even to stay there and to continue and it's motivational do you know what i mean like we're in a discord with you know the polygon team some some founders of projects and like sandeep is in that discord one of the with the co-founder of polygon and he'll, like, initiate a call every now and then and be like, you guys are doing a great job. Keep it up. You're setting the standard. Raise the bar. Or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And that is motivational as fuck. That that makes me want to do even more, build even more, try even harder. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's it, And you don't see that on other chains. You really don't. That is, that is something that's almost non-existent. Um, and I don't want to toot their horn, but Polygon has, like, an incredible BD team. And it's, it's you know, you hear that a lot. You don't really know what it means. But then once you get involved in them a little bit, you see what they mean about that. Right. So it, it's been an incredible experience uh, being a part of the Brozo team here on Polygon.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Like, you, go, go ahead, Miff.
1: I can talk more about your experience. Like, you know, what does it mean by uh, the team's VD side, man? Like, obviously, we wouldn't know. We're like, if. EVE focus man. Okay, could you share a bit more about that? I'm, like, from the sound of it, it sounds amazing. But I, I do, even we know that uh, Sandeep really goes on the spaces. spaces uh, and he's just been uh, really, really supportive.
5: Yeah, so I mean, like, on a large scale, we see that, you know, the team somehow can make connections with Starbucks and Nike and other large players to, to build, their, build on top of Polygon or, or be part of it in some way. But even on a smaller scale, like with our NFT projects like us, you know they're they're in our dms and they're like what do you guys need how can we help whatever whatever um i'm like okay you know maybe can you get us some ad space or can you can you help us get verified on OpenSea, or can you help us in with x y and z and you know they pull it together do you know what i mean like they 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 they're so experienced and they have their hands in so many like places within the web3 space like before we were minting we got ad space on the top of CryptoSlam.io, um, which, I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't have any connections to them, but they do because they're part of the space and they've been here for a while. Um, and they're willing to, you know, let you use those slots on their behalf. Uh, you know, at, at, they, they see the benefit it brings to the ecosystem as a whole. So they're willing to, to help in that way. And then with OpenSea, they're like impossible to, to reach, honestly. I had no idea how to even go about getting Brozo verified over there. But I think Greg, uh, which is Polygon BD, was like, yep, I'm talking to them right now. Give me uh, give me your wallet. Do this, do that. We'll get it sorted for you. You know, went back and forth a little bit. And within like 24 hours, it was done. So, I mean, they mean business. They want to help. They know what they're doing. And they're they're willing to help. Do you know what I mean? I have people coming up. So... It's awesome to see.
0: Yep, yep. I, I mean, I, I love it in terms of, uh, you know, actually getting support from, you know, someone that you're building on top of it. And it, it's just like the same thing as, you know, SubDao are creating on, on top of your project and you as the founder are helping them to be on top of it. I mean, just having that whole ecosystem, that's the beauty of Web3. So I'm going to throw either to Marv or Catherine, but, um, you know, you guys are also working closely with Tezos, right? So, um, you know, the support that Tezos has provided you guys, I believe it's as equal or to to because you are working directly with them. So maybe you can tell us a little bit more in this sense of direction. you I know mean, what kind of support is given and uh, how do you see, for example, in, in Malaysia or even Southeast Asia, more people coming on to Tezos to build something of their own um thanks. Thanks so much, Amos. Maybe I, I could try and answer Go that
4: it. It. since yeah. since uh we're we're an incubator in the Tezos ecosystem so when, when we hypothesize, um the business approach for AAA, there, there are two main things that we want to do. One is uh, what crypto economics has proven through DeFi with uh, sinks and vaults and bond instruments where we can bring uh, enhanced liquidity to promoters or creators of music festivals to solve their problems. Secondly, is how we see NFTs not just as a use of um, um, private memberships or, or clubs, but more as a record of your social experience at a festival. So the, these were sort of like fundamental uh, approaches that we adopted when when uh, going with this. And, and because we serve a B2B to C market, so um, the community aspects, I guess, um, it's sort of like a slight... Diffusion from, um, what, uh, typical NFT projects would go for. So in, in sort of like serving music festivals, uh, like DWP, um, and, 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 revolution ultra, um, and, and so on. Um, I think we're looking at, uh, a broader adoption of the technology. And I think this is, I mean, on, on social proof, I think there's about 20 million fans just on the 20, uh, 20, 53 festivals that we have. So um, how does that work with Tezos? I think you know, we're aligned in the sense that um, we're looking for projects that could do mass adoption, right? And, and clearly we're, we're one that's very focused on that. So we hypothesize what, what is proven in decentralized finance and what decentralized finance can do, apply to real-world tangible business that have real fans uh, and, and real customers, paying customers, and using uh, other technologies like how how we could create composable NFTs, how we could maybe create upgradable NFTs that sort of reflect your individual social experience at a festival. Um, so it's sort of like a slightly different approach, you know. So I, I think where we are aligned with Tesla is definitely on the the goal that you know we're we're pushing for mass adoption. We're we're trying to see how we could use decentralization technology to reach out to a broader marketplace. And try and get more regular users to come on board, so that Web two point five experience is uh, fundamental. And of course, you know, um, in in using vaults, PID controllers, and things like that, we we, we manage liquidity risk, uh, but but that's backed by real world business uh, and not magic internet money. So uh, yeah, I, I guess that's where I'm. Um, but one one other thing I'd like to add also is that. Uh, you know, when when we chose the ecosystem to build on and um, we, we had a couple of options, uh, one of the key things we were looking for, because we knew with the festivals that we signed up, we already had um, a captive audience because most of these festivals, like Jakarta Warehouse Project, um, 100,000 people over three days, right? So uh, Revolution also like 25,000, 30,000. Good Vibes also 25,000, 30,000. So we knew the customers were there because they, they came with the brands and the IPs, right? So when we were looking for an ecosystem to build on, we were looking for the caliber and the support of the people that are within the ecosystem. And, and I think that's the reason why you know, we're, we're hot on Tezos because of the support that um, they've given us. So we're not particularly concerned about numbers of wallets that exist in the space because um, our first of all IPs bringing their own customers. So, yeah, I think it's the people in Tezos that that made us – stay
0: here with us. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely good to hear, for example, you know, having that, you, you already have that market segment or, you know, the people that's going to attend. Right now, how is it, you know, it, uh, possible for them to onboard into the ecosystem whereas, you know, just releasing, um, not making it so much friction for them to have like a good experience with it. And uh, I think you, you guys are doing an amazing job and I heard that you guys are also doing one in NFT Bali called It's the Weekend. Am, am I right? Yeah, it's the weekend, it's in May, um, it's
4: at the W Hotel, um, yeah, exciting stuff, um, you know, you guys um, can can always welcome to join us at It's the Weekend, we're actually doing some self-testing at It's the Weekend, and another uh, festival in Thailand, and then hopefully with, uh, um, if the testing all works out well, hopefully uh, you see us uh, Uh, launch in an official festival sometime between July to September.
0: Yep. So so just just tell me a little bit, you know, you, get, you guys are doing, um, you know, have, have, have uh, you know, vast experience in terms of launching all these kind of events. And right now, utilizing yeah. that whole, um, you know, Tezos ecosystem, how is the onboarding process for like, you know, people who already know Tezos, obviously, it's going to be simple. But people who kind of like still new into it and then having to experience this whole uh, transition, how, how easy is for them? What's the feedback that you guys are getting right now?
4: Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we're we're still at stealth, right? But essentially, um, we don't want the experience to be... uh, um, What's the right word for it? But we don't want you to be cognitive that you're going into Web three. We want you to feel like you're just a regular customer buying a festival ticket and your festival ticket upgrades itself as you transact at a venue. So say, for example, I go in with a simple ticket but then, you know, maybe Amos, sorry, I, I said your name again.
0: <laughs> no, no worries. Maybe your space is fine. You're, you're in VIP. katerina already set the, <laughs> set the base for my name to be called. That's it. Brozo, you know my name right now. <laughs> Over to you, Mav. Yeah.
1: Thank you.
4: So, so, yeah. So, let's say if I go into general admissions at a festival and then, you know, Amos, you're up in VIP. And then you so kindly invite me to VIP, you know, and and you know, uh, I my tickets get gets upgraded once I move into VIP, right? And then when I'm in VIP, if I decide to order a train of champagne for my friends, right, that that purchase will will upgrade my ticket as well. And then as a festival promoter, because you get fed the data in real time, right? So I think this is where all the scalability solutions then come into play. But um, if I'm fed the data in real time as a promoter. I could reward my favorite fans, right? My my most supportive fans, my most loyal fans, I'll drop a reward, like come backstage right now and meet Armin Van Buren, you know? Or like, hey, go to this private uh, session and meet Martin Garrix, right? Here's an autograph item from Martin, right? So a, a lot of what we've hypothesized, you, you see it used in, I guess, in some of these nft projects but not so much in the way we use it in the real world so we're, we're very much experience focused rather than access focus uh, you know because we, we, maybe we come from the old school we're sort of like crypto anarchists and and i think the, we're not fans of private clubs so we, we, we think that you know the technology should be accessible for everyone
3: Yeah, I think I would add a little bit to that. Um, when it comes to um, the core tech, uh, Tesla's blockchain is pretty solid, um, and I think it's it's important that we, you know, when we go to market, um, with we have we work with the with the right builders in the space, and so um, Mars team is definitely one of them. Um, Web two point five, the Web two point five thesis is a big one for us um, because we see like. Large like web two businesses with lots of user database, um, just requiring the right web three tooling, and with that um, having that seamless UI UX um, can and really enable like businesses to scale and on decentralized infrastructure. So that's where like I see this as mm-hmm. a blockchain adding value because um, the core dev teams have been really focused on. Um, shipping roll-up features, smart roll-up features, and that's been recently um, pushed to mainnet with the Tesla's Mumbai upgrade. So it's a new layer two scaling solution, and it's next it's next level because um, it really started a lot of um, interesting chatter on Twitter, um, on CG, where people are starting to talk about optimistic roll-up tech, and it really enables DApps to really benefit from um, Processing high amount of transactions while retaining like security and integrity of 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 their of the main chain. Um, so uh, like we within the census ecosystem, anyway, we, at least we're aiming for like one million TPS um, by end of the year without sacrificing decentralization. So this it's a really big commitment, but um, it's it's something that um, is is really getting all the devs excited. So uh, I'm very excited to see how we can. Bridge that with with real world businesses um like what Marv's team is building yep
0: yep i mean I mean definitely a good uh, dream always motivates people to have that same goal aligned and uh you know just getting all the builders well up to kind of like wanting to push over to to their whole target I think that is a good initiative and uh i mean to to this space is rather interesting right we have you know two two different builders uh, from different uh different chain. But ultimately, you know, the, the whole ecosystem is just about, you know, having that right community, building products for the community that actually enjoys it, um, you know, reactivating that whole community to have a seamless experience. I mean, this this is what the whole space is about. So maybe just uh, in a few sentences, just let me know, you know, right, right after this or the goal of this year, what other kind of like ecosystem or kind of like, Technology that people are utilizing uh, Tezos for. So we have, for example, you know, ticketing for uh, outdoor rave and party events. What What other kind of like technologies are people using? Uh, the Te- Tezos ecosystem to to build upon? I would
3: say the the, the highlights um, for global um, projects are the Manchester United NFT drop and also the, um, the McLaren Racing NFT drops. Um, so this is a, another big commitment to Web 2.5 where you're onboarding um, like, yeah, Web 2's football clubs um, into Web 3. And so uh, we, we have had a Manchester United Bangkok event when, when you played, um, yeah, a uh, friendly with Le- um, in the uh, Raja Mangala Stadium in Bangkok. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and it was really cool to also like just meet with the Thai ecosystem builders as well, um, and just um, yeah connect um, over how we could potentially like um, grow the Tesla ecosystem together. And and um, with this kind of like uh, Manchester United collabs, it helps us also bridge um, across other. Manchester United sponsors looking to get into Web3. So that that's one of the ecosystem plays that we're doing. And I'm always happy to... Uh... Collaborate with and, and link up, connect the dots with with all our Web3 projects um, in the space with with all our connections um, in Asia as well.
0: Uh, you yeah. definitely got me interested. I actually can't. I'm, I'm, a, Sorry, no, I'm a huge F1 fan, uh, especially Mercedes, McLaren. Good thing, thank God you didn't mention uh, Red Bull. Uh, if not gonna be booted down the space, <laughs> but when you say McLaren, yeah, yeah, that's my <laughs> team too. All right, all right, you guys are doing a great thing, you know. Having that whole community and then now integrating it is definitely easier to onboard more people. All right, math to you, and then we'll head over to Brozo.
4: Well, actually, I just wanted to add to what Catherine was saying because you know, from from a technology standpoint, um, with with the roll-up stuff that uh, the Mumbai launch came. Um, to, to the Tezos ecosystem, I think that, that that's one aspect that uh, we're looking to adopt further. And and actually we're trying to look at Uber involved standards, like what you see on the ERC 4.626 and, and try to apply it to, to the Tezos ecosystem as well. So, so we, in terms of the, the contract standards and what we're building, uh, we're definitely looking to explore a lot more. And I think like the Tezos team has been uh, very helpful, the guys from Nomadic and SmartPi All
0: right, all right, that's good, that's good. All right, so let's head over to Brozo. Um, you know, I, I know you guys have tons of things you roll out. The project is three years, three, three, three weeks old. Um, so tell me, like, you know, the plans of this year. Are you guys, like, you know, actively wanting to, for example, joining events in the future, or uh, doing any in-real-life activation? Just tell me in terms of, like, this year go, what is uh, you guys hope to achieve or even launch?
5: Yeah, so... Um... In the, in the next couple months, right, we'll be rolling out. Uh, hopefully, the staking will be in the next couple months. This month, we're going to roll out, like, this game that we're creating. It's like a D-Gen sort of fun game. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have, we allocated a portion of the Mint funds to go towards, like, directly, like, hosting events, IRL events, you know, offline activation type things for our community to engage them and get them together in real life and you know form closer bonds and things like that so teddy the founder is uh cooking up some some awesome graphics with our artists for one around like the merch uh the apparel that we're going to release for these events but um and just cool events in general with great ideas and things like that so it, it's going to be exciting to see the community come together uh in real life and just all vibe out right um so this month we have we have like a it's like a rock's paper scissors type type game you wager your your tokens and you could you know Double M or whatever it is, or lose them. It's just something fun to keep uh, the holders engaged, right? While we wait for our staking to come out, and then with that, they'll be able to earn points and use them. We're going to create a store, um, and they'll be able to use those points towards items in there. And then we have our summer line dropping uh, mid-year, probably around July, August, and that that just has some some awesome awesome threads for sure. Uh, the people doing our uh, producing our apparel has worked with a uh, bathing ape they've worked with Nike Stussy, uh, the hundreds which is another designer brand Puma they've worked with a lot of big names and they know how to produce high quality stuff which is a big reason why we chose them to start doing our you know early early releases um, So things are really exciting with that and then you know I guess lastly right by the end of the year we're definitely gonna have some sort of event with the holders so i mean that's what things are looking like right is just getting stronger day by day and yeah yeah so i guess game staking
0: clothing events. awesome you, you are stacked for the whole year brother Back, <laughs> uh... <laughs> all right guys um so just a little bit uh bonus for you guys all you have to do is right now just go to the top of the spaces you see maith knows uh with that beautiful looking azuki he basically posts this tweet, uh, which is ref.gg, revv.gg So it's a po up that we launched today. Uh, all you have to do is click on the link, you know, sign up with your Twitter account, and then just put in your address, and you are able to mint the po up So, you know, usually our space goes like this, right? One week, we have five spaces. Every space that you attend, you mint the po up By the end of the week, we will do a ruffle. It can be a token. It can be an NFT. So it depends on what we have for the week. And uh, these days we are b- we've been giving out like you know thousand five one thousand eight hundred R basically it's the utility token for Kaiju Kaiju Kings. So if you guys are interested in it, just click on the link, Mindy the up, and voila, that's it. Alright, guys. Once again, thank you for being a part of the Asia Web Three motherfuckers, powered by PukeCast, the rock radio of Asia. With you guys, I believe we are one step ahead in building the most genuine community in Asia. Shout out to Catherine. Shout out to Marv. Shout out to the team from Brozo for being here today. I see with the Purple Heart, you guys are all Polygon Maxi. That's it. (laughs) That's it. So once again, thank you guys for being here. And I know all the best to you guys, whatever you're building. I'm excited to see, you know, all the rollout that is going to happen in the future. Take care. Bye for now.